0: Hello, my name is Greta Harrison. Welcome to Born Fabulous Podcast, Episode 20 of Season 2. The theme of this season is changing the world, one friendship at a time. You will hear interviews with best friends. One person happens to have a disability and the other does not. This episode is the fifth of an eight-part interview with Micah Fialca Feldman and his best friend, Tori Cedar. Micah Fialca Feldman is well known as one of the stars of Dan Habib's acclaimed movie, Intelligent Lives. He is a teaching assistant at Syracuse University, a keynote speaker, and an author. Micah's best friend, Tori Cedar, is a graduate student working on her doctorate. She and Micah have been best friends for about six years. Tori does not have a disability. In this episode, Micah and Tori will discuss various views of friendship and a screening of Intelligent Lives. Please enjoy this short clip of Love is a Potion. The lyrics are by Melissa Riggio, who was the focus of episodes one through four in season one. The music and voice are by Rachel Fuller. Tori, did you have any experiences with people who had disabilities before you met Micah?
1: Um, Minorly. um, Not anything to this extent uh, at all. Um, I guess my first, I have like an extended um, family member uh, who I don't see often, who was basically like, you know, two, three times a year growing up. Uh, He also has an intellectual disability. Um, but we don't see each other a lot, but that was basically like my first kind of like experience around it. Um, and I think it for me was at that point in my life, um, when I was growing up and seeing it, I, it, it was just any other person who was a part of my extended family, you know, like I, uh, wasn't something that I really ever had conversations about, you know? Um, and then when I was in high school, I was, my sister, my sister's a couple of years older than I am, and she was in college when I was in in high school, and she was on um, the leadership board of um, Pennsylvania Special Olympics at Villanova, Um, and that's one of the largest um, Special Olympic Games, Um, and she got super involved in that, and um, at my, oh goodness, my sophomore and junior year, she, um entered into this, we're all runners in my family. And she entered us into uh, like a fundraising event that carries the torch all the way from Maine to LA for the Special Olympic Games. Um and me, my dad and my sister um ran in New Jersey's leg with the torch. Um and I think just being around her and, and seeing um and seeing the things that she did and uh I think that's kind of was like the first inkling in my mind that this was something that I kind of wanted to do. Never though, like starting Syracuse, never did I think that this was going to be um, my like mantra, my my life's work. Um, I knew I wanted to get into psychology. I also double majored in speak language pathology. And um, so I knew that I was going to be in this world, uh, but how I didn't really know um, until really... Inclusive you and Micah and pals also has a lot to do with where I am right now today too. Um, But no, Micah was really, I think the first like true, true genuine, like very, very, very close friendship with someone with um, an intellectual disability.
0: Now, correct me again if I'm wrong, but you, you do have a, Family friend or some kind of friend, family where they have children with Down syndrome.
1: Yeah, they're from Syracuse. Oh, they're from
0: Syracuse. Okay.
1: I met them here, and they're like part of my family now. Um, Okay. Yeah, they have um, a 20-year-old and a 17-year-old, both with Down syndrome. and They live in Syracuse, right up, literally right up the block from where we are right now.
0: Micah. You have so many friends. That's why I had to talk to you this season. Did you have a lot of friends back when you met Tori? Ones that didn't have disabilities? Tell us about your friendship journey.
2: Yeah, I, um, when I, when I like met Tori, I didn't like, like I had friends like not through Tori, but friends from like other in Syracuse. And then as like, as like her senior year and other, as she like got closer to Godre, I met, uh, I met, I met, I like, I like, I like, I met Amanda and some, some, some like other friends that I'm friends with now that uh, um, that I have met through through like through like Godre uh, that I talked to them and I, and I, like got kind of to chat with them too.
0: But before you met Tori, like you went to college in Michigan before you were at Syracuse and you were in high school in Michigan.
1: Yeah. Did
2: you
0: have friends in high school and in college in Michigan who did not have disabilities?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I I had friends in Michigan and in in high school that didn't have disabilities. Yeah. um, Like I would hang out with them and talk about stuff, but I didn't like talk about things that I talk about with friends now that we just hanged out as friends and just how I did, like, just hang out and went to, like, a basketball game or a football game. And, like, I, and, and maybe I, like, had, like, I didn't have, like, that much feelings about stuff when I was younger than as I am, like, as I am, like, uh, now and stuff.
0: Mm -hmm. So your friendships are deeper now? Yeah. Okay. Was it a lot of people with disabilities had struggle making friends was that a struggle for you micah or Uh, was it easy for you
2: i i think my mom like always said uh, like has talked to me about like how like how like sometimes on weekends when i was younger i would call people and then people wouldn't call me and then i would like sit there like i was busy at home with my family but i call friends but i wouldn't like hang out too much because a couple people, and then they, some people wouldn't call me back. And, but, um, and then maybe it was just they got busy. Oh, I'm not sure. But, um, but like I, I like tried to like call friends on weekends to hang out, but it was harder to like find friends to hang out with on, on like Saturdays and Fridays.
0: But, but your mom encouraged you to keep trying. Yeah. Okay. That's important. Um, you have to get out there, right? Yeah. so you both have a different dynamic since it's a male female friendship. Was that ever an issue in the beginning? Let's mm. talk about that
2: i don't I don't think so okay. yeah when when I saw that question yeah i I didn't think we had any things about that uh um.
1: yeah no i i I have a lot of of male friends that um of course, like when when people like see us or something like that, like they'll see a guy and a girl and, and might think something. But I don't think um, Micah, as well as like many other male friends, um, I've been able to have like really awesome um, like male friendships that I've never because th- like that obviously happens. Right. We're like mm-hmm. maybe like one person feels something for someone um that like the other person doesn't or like you don't really know how to say like it or whatever um but for us, I don't think we've ever like hit that point or come to that point. I think for Micah and I talking about like the relationships that we've been in and how we deal with hardships and breakups and things that are unfair and you know feeling lonely all that stuff like in each, In our separate, in our relationships with other people, I think we've grown even closer on how to just be people that we know that both have been through things and have been through hardships in relationships. Um, And it's, I think, even built our friendship even stronger because of being able to talk to each other about our relationship stuff.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: So you're getting that viewpoint from the other sex. Yeah, definitely. That's great. So, Micah, tell us how Tori has been there for some of your most important moments in your life in the past five years.
2: Um, when I was trying to, like, break up with my girlfriend and and then trying to, like, figure out how to do it and how to talk to someone and and then how to, like, figure out how, like, she and many other friends could help me and then, and then how to, like... And then uh, how like she was able to come to my meeting a couple couple like couple um couple like last month to help me plan for my next five years and and um and which I remember other times and and she was there when when I had a very it it, it like it like i wasn't even like out and in, it was like a very like private it was not even. I didn't even post it on Facebook. It was like, be. It was like a very like private screening of the film, and she uh, came to it. It was. It was. I didn't even like tell anyone that it was being shown.
0: <laughs> I was just gonna ask, like, when the movie was being made and when the movie came out, was he like talking to you about that often? How excited he was, and yeah, I. Um, it's funny
1: because when the movie was being filmed um like the footage of that movie are before like mine and micah's real friendship they're from like years um previous i think some of the filming was done like the year before i was there and the year i just started there so me and micah weren't close so then when the movie was coming out um at that point i was like very close with micah um, and I went to the first screening, um, ever that Syracuse hosted. Um, and I think for me, it was really a time, Micah was just so excited, a little nervous. Um, all just like super, you know, we all were so excited for him and all. Um, but that's when I really saw Micah's, um, and we joke around that he's like a star now that he's like kind of famous. Cause like he, he is, um, but that's when I really saw that kind of explode, um, traveling a ton. Um, he's always traveled a lot, but definitely with the film, um, having all these people around him, like you saw, um, you know, kind of pulling at him in different directions and wanting to talk and pictures. And, um, it was just really awesome to watch. Um, and to to just kind of, I wasn't in the movie. So, um, just to kind of like take, take that step and just watch it all unfold and watch the people that were in the movie and people that he's met since then or people that he's had even before the movie, um, just all be there in one room at different different um, points of Micah's life, uh, just to, to be all there together and seeing like his support in that room and um, even in the the circle of support, stuff like that. Uh, it's It just truly... There's no, there's like, it's hard to describe what, what that is like. Um, And even I I feel honored to to be a part of, of this kind, this, this, this support group and this, um, you know, the close circle of, of Micah's, you know, loved ones.
0: Micah, you are famous. (laughs) (laughs) and what the audience doesn't know is I was telling them before we started recording that I met Micah on 2018 when this movie was screened at the National Press Club in Washington DC and I asked Micah if he was still with his girlfriend and he said no and then when I was gonna say something else and try and get a picture he got pulled in like three directions and uh so i never got that picture but tori said welcome to my life when i told that story because that's what it's like being around micah so and that's a good thing that's that that's a that's a very very good thing thank you for listening to born fabulous podcast's 20th episode of season two i hope you enjoyed it and want to hear more if you would like to see this episode, it is available on YouTube and on BornFabulousPodcast.com. The friendship between Micah and Tori is a joy to see as well as hear. In episode 21, Micah and Tori will share some memorable friendship moments. To see some photos and videos of Micah and Tori or to sign up for our email list, please go to www.BornFabulousPodcast.com. Please like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, find us on Twitter at Podcast Born, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're also on Pinterest. I'd be honored if you would leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Now, please enjoy this clip of Love is a Potion. The lyrics are by Melissa Riggio, who was the focus of episodes one through four in season one. The music and voice are by Rachel Fuller.